to myself, Bible said, if two or three are gathered in his name, he is right there. And I believe it. And the Bible says, unto him shall all the gathering be. You are born again, you have the presence of God. But the truth is, there are certain things that God has said. If we believe them and we act on them, we will receive profit. Praise the Lord. Tonight we are going to be looking at believing to profit from the word of God. Believing to profit from the word of God. The truth is, there is nothing we can gain either spiritually or naturally except we yield to obey the word of God. So we want that our hearts be put together as we look at the holy word of God and allow it to have a free course to us tonight in the name of Jesus. Our Father, we thank you for our gathering to you. We believe that we have gathered unto you. Therefore, we lift your name and thank you for your presence that is here. We are grateful to you because everything else can fail, but your word will never fail. And so, Lord, we have not neglected in coming together. We are asking therefore that you will reach out to each one of us and speak to us the way you so desire. That we may understand you and walk according to what we have heard from you and to profit from you. I pray for utterance and I pray for the living word of God which is spirit and life to do as you our father pleases. Thank you for hearing us in Jesus name. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 to 3 like I said, we are talking about believing to profit from the word of God. The Bible says that, sing, therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them. Not make, being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we who have believed, we who have believed, do enter that rest. As he has said, so I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the air, of the world. Amen. This is a very powerful passage we have read. Nana, is it possible to read it in NLT, please? NLT. God's promise of entering his rest still stands. Somebody shout a big amen. Please. 
God's promise of entering into his rest, it is still standing. It has not changed. Hallelujah. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. Tonight, as we hear the word of God, cry in your heart. The failure is not on the side of God. If God gave a promise and it doesn't come to pass, the problem is not God. The problem is us. So tonight, we must believe God for the prophet of the word of God. Hallelujah. For this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was announced to them. But it did them no good because they did not share the faith of those who listened to God. For only we who have believed can enter his rest. May you believe to enter his rest. Hallelujah. As for the others, God said, In my anger, I took my oath. They will never enter my, re- uh, my place of rest. Even though this rest has been already, uh, has been ready, Since he made the world. Hallelujah. I'm reading the scripture. And I'm so excited. Because I know that. There is no problem with God. And his word. If somebody is not having a restful life. If somebody is disturbed. Somebody is not profiting from the word of God. It is actually not the word of God. Hallelujah. It is actually the individual. And I pray that brethren, individually, individually we will seek to simply obey God and take delight in his word. Hallelujah. Practically speaking, I have seen God tremendously in my own life. The help that God is giving to me simply because I believe this word is too tremendous. So we see the word of God coming forth very forcefully in the verse number one of this scripture that we read. Listen to it. God's promise of entering his rest stands or still stands. Hallelujah. Brethren, God is assuring us that in him, in him we can rest. Praise the Lord. In God we can rest. Because he says, enter into my rest. And when God says, enter into my rest, if you don't believe him, if you don't take a step and accept that God has a rest for my soul, the problem will never be for God. The problem will never be his. That is why he said, so we ought to tremble. You know, we, want, we, we ought to tremble with fear 
that some of you might fail to experience it. If we have to worry, we should worry about the fact that some may not enter. But for you, it should not be so. Praise the Lord. You know, brethren, there can be two people. Listen to me. There can be two people in this world. Somebody can believe God and can have such fretless, if there's a word like that, fret not. So I'm, I'm making fretless. But I hope you understand me. If, well, two people, they can face the same thing. One of them can decide to say, there is a rest. This is not a problem for God. Lord, I hand it over to you. And even when the waves around it are still raging very high, he says, I have committed it to God, so I'm not worried. Another person can also decide to say, no, 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 no. I need to worry because I see the waves are raging. They are not the same. The first one is believing God because he says that it is God who promised that I can have rest in him. Hallelujah. And because he said so, I believe him. I am not worried. I am not worried. Believe it, beloved, we need to believe the word of God to profit our lives. Hallelujah. It is not somebody's strong prayer. It is not somebody's anointing. It is your faith in accepting what God has said that will make the difference in our lives. So when I heard God say, the promise, they, they stand though, and they are fortified and they are workable. And if somebody does not enter into that promise to enjoy the rest that I have placed in that promise, it is the problem of the individual. And so tonight, in this short moment of time that we have, my prayer to God for us that we may believe God to profit our lives. Hallelujah. Because honestly, things are going to become tighter. When I read the word of God, I like for the word of God to dictate and to show me what is to come. When I see by the grace of God, I see by the Spirit, the Spirit of the Word, things are not going to become easy. But the good news, there is a rest for the people of God. Hallelujah. May you tonight trust God to be among the people who can enter into the rest of God. Simply because they believed God. Simply because they took God by his word. Simply because this is what God has said to me. And God who never lies, according to titles, who never lies, his word cannot fail. This must be the disposition, or th this must be the position of the heart of everyone. That you just believe God because his promises, they stand and they never fail. Hallelujah. Brethren, I want to tell us that Christianity is not as we have looked at it. Christianity is you taking God at his word that he speaks to you 
and you believe it. That's why I was reasoning. I believe it's the Holy Spirit. Before I came up here, there was an issue in my heart. When I say, that's how it started. When I say, neglect not the assembling of yourselves. When I say, where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm right there. Do you believe it? I said, Lord, I believe it. He said, not many people believe that. If many people believe it, whenever you are entering and you are coming to sit down, you will simply say, thank you for your presence. And thank you that you are here. You know, God can work a miracle. We have seen it in this house. Through this media. Some people were not here. God hit them in the house. Crusade ground. Some people were not there. They got mighty interception by God. So, I don't doubt God. But if God also says that where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm right there. You can take advantage to say, Lord, since you are here, and I know you are here, this is my matter. And it will work out for you. Praise the Lord. The measure with which you take everything will be measured to you. That's one of the secrets I found in my work with Jesus. If you take anything that God has said very seriously, it will be measured back. The same measure with which you have taken will be measured back to you. Hallelujah. And so when I heard God say, Entering his rest still stands. You should rather be more disturbed if you didn't take advantage of it to enter into it. That's why he said, we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience. Oh, may it not happen to us in the name of Jesus. You must believe God so much and yield to obey everything he has said to enjoy the rest that God gives to his people by his word. Amen. That's the first thing in the introduction to this matter. Now I want us to see practically how some people believed God. And how it worked for them. And unfortunately in the course of life. They failed. Simply because. Not because. The promise didn't stand. But. Somehow. As people allow it to happen to them. It may not happen to you. Don't allow yourself. I have found out that. If you keep the word of God. And you believe it. And you walk obediently to it, you can be sure that you can walk till the end of your life and make it. Praise the Lord. I love this passage of scripture because I have read it over and over again and it's so practical for me. A man who became a a king in Judah. And immediately he decided because he knew that the promises of God are yea and amen. If I enter into the promise of God, it will work out. And right from the start, day one, boom! The man entered into it. In the course of life, God reminded him that the way you are going is the correct one who don't stop. And then at the end of it, I'm trying to figure out what really was the problem that made that man lose the rest, lose the profit, lose the peace, and lose all that God said. So we want to take it tonight in this short moment of time and pray so that none of us will fail to enter into his rest. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 14. 
I read from verse number 1 to 3, uh, 1 to 4, and then I will jump to 9 to 12. It talks about this king by name King Asa, because I've learned a lot of things from him. So, Abijah rested with his fathers. It means he died. And they buried him in the city of David. Then Asa, his son, reigned in his place. In his days, the land was quiet for ten years. Watch this. In his days, the land was quiet for ten years. Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. There's something this man did. I am just going to serve God by his word. So he did what was good and right in the sight of his God. Yes. For he removed the altars of the foreign gods and the high places and broke down the sacred pillars and cut down the wooden images. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to observe the law and the commandment. Let's stop here for a moment. If he took over from his father and he met images erected and people were serving it means that his father was totally not for it. So this man decided that as for me, I'm going to serve God. I am going to be very committed to his word. Tear down, break down every idol, worship, images, and all kinds of things. The man became so committed to it. And he did it faithfully. Then in the verse 9, Then Zerah the Ethiopian came out against them with an army of a million men and 300 chariots. And he came to Marisha because they came to attack. Things were so peaceful that they just decided to want to run over Judah. They just want to finish the people of Judah. And they were not... It, Judah is two families out of the twelve. So they are small. They are the promised people, but you know the story already. Two of them became one and then ten also. So now, this king decided to come against them. So Asa went out against him. And they set the troop in battle array in the valley of Zephathah at Marasha. And Asa cried, listen to this, Asa cried out to the Lord, his God, and said, Lord, it is nothing for you. To help us. Beloved, tonight I want you to believe God. Praise the Lord. I, there is nothing that you are facing that is bigger than God. Praise the Lord. Absolutely nothing. Please, nothing. Follow the scripture. It is nothing for you to help. Whether with many or with those who have no power. Help us. Such a simple prayer. Oh Lord our God. For we rest on you. From tonight may you learn how to rest on the Lord. Please learn how to rest. When things. Just say Lord. I rest on you. We rest on you. And in your name we go against this multitude. Oh Lord, 
You are our God. Do not let man prevail against you. So the Lord struck the Ethiopians before Asa and Judah. That's the country he was ruling. And the Ethiopians fled. Praise the Lord. Sister, when you believe God, the impossible can become possible. The man has had a full taste. His first experience, he took over from his father and immediately his heart was all for the Lord and he said, nonsense, bend them, remove them because I am for God and I want to serve the Lord. Then in the course of life, this mighty Ethiopian that had one million troops coming against that such a tiny nation. And the man knew that if it came physical like this, we can't stand. But I have made a commitment in my heart that I will serve the Lord and just be a child of God. So he turns to prayer and then he prays and says, Lord, because you have might over everybody, handle this matter for us. And as soon as he did, God, God did it. Can you imagine? I want to tell you that if you believe God, I'm talking about entering into the rest of God. Praise the Lord. Believing God to profit from his word. That's what we are studying together tonight. And so this brother has kept Asa, has kept to it. And so when the time came for him now to request from God, I personally, what I saw is that the promise was standing. And this brother took advantage. And he stepped into it and he was helped. Praise the Lord. And his life became so successful. He conquered the Ethiopians. His country became so sharp. And everything was just working out. So what is the lesson for us tonight? If we will believe God and obey his word. When we lift up prayer by his word, he will hear. You remember what the Bible says in John chapter 15 verse 7. If my word abide in you, if my word, Nana, can you turn it to, if you abide in my word, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Praise the Lord. So this brother has acted on this word. When he took over, he decided to obey God. He decided to do what was right. And because he did, God opened the heaven for him. And so when he entered into problems, he also turned back to the Lord in prayer. And the Lord came to him. This is one of the scriptures I love very much because I have seen the hand of God in my own life several times based on this scripture. When I will just say, Lord, by your grace, I have done what you said I should do, and this is what your word says. I'm, well, I, I believe that if you abide in me, for me, I have taken it as born again. It's only when you get born again that you enter into him. I, that's how I understand it. If you abide in me, you allow, you enter him, you, you receive Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord, he lives in you. And then you continue, if you continue in my way, then are you my disciples. So you continue in the word of the Lord. And then as you get to know the word of the Lord, then when you have issues, you will ask what you desire. You will ask him, Lord, this is, how do we go about this? Then God will hear and it shall be done for you. That's how I have taken the scripture to be. So I do apply on it from time to time. Lord, I'm a child of God. Um, just make sure I haven't done anything stupid just to, you know. Yeah, 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 Lord, this is your word. I'm abiding in you. And your word, this is your word to me. Your word is living in me. Now, Lord, based on this, your word, I asked. And then God will say, I do it. 
and he has been doing it. It's not today, he has been doing it. So I'm a testimony of what God will do by this word of God. Praise the Lord. And that's what Ken Asa did as we are studying right now. He took over, he became obedient to God, he was walking with God, and then all of a sudden trouble came. But because he has been living by the word of God, quickly he turned around. And then God came to save him. So he overcame the Ethiopians. And things were okay. But a very interesting something I wanted us to look. Because of time, I'm just trying to take certain portions of it. Because we are, going, we are reading from 14, 15, and 16. Because it's good for us, especially on the subject, believing God to profit from his word. It's very important we look at that. And so, in that chapter 14, we see how he started. And we see everything. Then in chapter 15, chapter 15, he has 14, he has now victory. His first test has come, he has passed. Chapter 15, verse 1 to 9, I will do that quickly. Because it's very interesting. Now the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded, and he went out to meet Asa and said to him, Hear me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you whilst you are with him. If you forsake him, oh, sorry, if you seek him, you'll be found by him. You'll be found by you. He will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time, this is a prophecy. This is all prophecy. For a long time, because Asa didn't know that. So he's been told, for a long time, Israel has been without a true God. Without a teaching priest. And without the law. Or without law. But when in their trouble they turned to the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found by them. And in those times there was no peace to the one who went out, nor to the one who came in. But a great turmoil was on all the inhabitants of the land. So nation was destroyed by nation, city by city. For God troubled them with every adversity. But you be strong. And tonight I say to you, be strong. And do not let your hands be weak. I will show you something that the scripture is saying. Brother, never come to the point where your life will change. You know, many things have changed in the lives of people and the excuse has always been COVID. May it never happen to you like that. Please, please, continue to flow the way you are flowing with God. And, but you, be strong. Listen, these things that we are doing, we go in, we come, we sit, we hear, we pray. I want, you to, te- I want to tell you that if you believe in it and the promise is still standing, you are already blessed. You are already blessed. Except that we don't get back to recap on them. But listen to this. But you be strong and do not let your hands be weak. I don't know how many of you have watched me that I keep saying that I want to bend until I die. I want to bend until Jesus comes. These are my inspirations. I never want to get to the point where in my Christianity I have changed. I mean, when God saved me, he gave me the grace, and I got to know church attendance and studies and Bible and prayer. This has been my lifestyle, and I will continue. I am not ready to let it go. So when I hear Bible say, don't let your hands be weak, that is how I have taken it. From tonight, may your hands never be weak. In the name of Jesus. But you be strong. Do not let your hands be weak. 
for your work shall be what? I want to hear you. Your work shall be what? By all means you will be rewarded. Praise the Lord. And continue. Your work shall be rewarded. This is the best of places. You have. Everybody must come to. Well, two or three are gathered in his name. He is there. I have come to settle it. I don't care who will believe it. And who will not believe it. I believe it. When I sit here in, on Sunday morning. I sit here on Wednesday. And if there is any other thing that should bring it. And I sit down. Father we have come home. We are in your presence. And my ear and my spirit are ready to hear what he has for me. So whenever people are presenting spiritual things, when they are singing and is even carrying the message, by his grace, I hear. I hear. I hear. Anyway, you will be rewarded. Let's go. And when Asa heard these words, and the prophecy, I told you it's a prophecy. And the prophecy of Oded, the prophet, he took courage. May you take courage tonight. He took courage and removed, just say, he went wild. He took courage and removed abominable idols from all the lands of Judah and Benjamin from the cities which he had taken in the mountain which he had taken in the mountains of Ephraim. And he restored the altar of the Lord that was before and the vestibule of the Lord. He did all of that, verse 9. Then he gathered all Judah and Benjamin and those who dwelled with them from Ephraim, Manasseh and Simeon, for they came over to him in great numbers from Israel when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. May people see that the Lord your God is with you. Press on in this faith to let it become a testimony that as for this man, as for this brother, God is with him. Let it be a testimony because the promise stands. Amen. I would have stopped here. But I think something is coming up. So let me continue. So they gathered together at Jerusalem in the 10 months and in the 15th year of the reign of Assad. Now we're the 15 years in the reign. And he has been very consistent. Okay. And they offered the Lord, they, 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 they offered to the Lord at that time 700 bulls and 7,000 sheep from the spoil they have brought from other nations. And then they entered into the covenant. They entered into the covenant to seek the Lord, the God of their fathers, with all of their hearts and with all of their soul. And whosoever, this is where I wanted you to see, and whosoever will not seek the Lord God of Israel was to be put to death, whether small, great, whether man or woman. That's how they took God. They made a covenant as they worshipped the Lord. They said, we have seen your hand. And now, Lord, we agree that anybody should sidestep. It is his own palabra. We will kill him because we want to be obedient. I pray that from tonight you will obey God and enter into covenant with the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, the chapter the chapter 15, what struck me was, did anything go wrong before the prophet came to talk? No. My friend, the man has started obeying the Lord and everything was fine. But somehow, God sent a word to him because he knew the future. He knew that sometimes human as we are, we get to the point we forget about the humble beginnings. We forget about the earlier commitment. We forget about the things that are good to follow. As I was studying, I kept asking the Lord, why the caution? The man was doing well. Why the caution? And the Lord said, I had to caution him because in the midst of the years, people tend to do foolish. 
May you next time to do foolish. Hallelujah. Ah. And so this brother took the matter so serious. 15 years now. Now let's go to chapter 6. Because I want to save time for us to pray a prayer we have never prayed for a short moment of time. Hallelujah. You agree with me? Okay. 15, 1 to 9 we have read. Now let's go to chapter 16. I want you to take note of this. And I'll read quickly. And I will just say a few things and we'll pray. In the 36th year of the reign of Asa, Basha king of Israel came up against Judah and built Ramah that he might let none go out or come in to Asa the king of Judah. Please, it was one nation, they broke off. Some became ten, some became two because they were twelve tribes, Jacob's children. They were all descendants of Jacob. So ten against two. Judah is for the two, and Israel is for the ten. Alright? Just take note of that. So it was their, their own brothers. But somehow, they all had two kings. They all had king king. So, sometimes, they will fight against themselves as brothers. Now, this one, Basha has taken over, and his target was that this king was walking with God so much that he felt jealous and he decided to attack his own. And instead of Asa going back to God, and honestly, this is where the problem lies. Instead of going back to God to do this, Lord, what do I do? I pray that in the midst of the years, you don't forget the basic things that you do to survive as a child of God. Hallelujah. I want you to take note of something. I'll finish in the next 10 minutes and we'll pray. I want you to take notice of something. 15 years ago, the man was still flowing. And it was 15 years ago that the prophet came quickly to caution him. Now, the man had chopped another 15 years. So the Bible says that then Asa brought... Now, now go back, verse 1. Thank you very much. The Bible says... In the 36th year of the reign of Asa, 17, okay. Asha king of Israel came up against Judah and beat Ramah, and he, that he might let none go out or come in. Okay, verse 2 now, thank you. Then Asa brought the silver. Something is changing. Asa brought the silver and the gold from the treasury of the house of the Lord, and of the king's house, and sent to Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, who dwelt in Damascus, saying, Let there be a treaty between you and me, as there was between my father and your father. See, I sent you silver and gold. Come, break your treaty with Basha, the king of Israel, so that he will withdraw from me. Fear has entered. I, I, I don't think you heard me. Fear has entered. Something is changing. And brother, let's not look at it in the eyes of these people. Let's look at it for ourselves. Hallelujah. That we may not get to the point we change our strategy. Our strategy is of the Lord. We were told a few days ago, uh, we have this earthing vessel. We have this treasure in an earthen vessel. We are the aroma of God. We must continue to be aromas of God. Praise the Lord. Now the man is falling on a foreigner for help. In summary. So Ben-Hadad heeded Kenasa and sent the captains of his army against the cities of Israel. They attacked Ajon, Dan, Abraham, and all the storage city of Naphtali. Now it happened that when Basha heard it, that he stopped building Ramah and seized his work. That's the king of Israel. When the attack came on him, he stopped what he was doing against Judah. Yes? 
Then Kenasa took all Judah, and they carried away the stones and the timber of Ramah, which, uh, which Basa had used for building, and with them he built Geba and Mizpah. <coughs> that one there. And at that time, Hanani, listen to this, interesting. Hanani, let me tell you, any time you switch, is somebody listening to me? Anytime you switch, God will find a way for a prophet to speak to you. God will find a way for the sermon to tell you. God will find a way for the word to by all means come to you to say, I'm cautioning you. Some people sit in church, they become too close up that when God is even raising a caution in their own lives, they don't hear. But tonight may you hear. Tonight may you hear. In the name of Jesus, you alone must hear. Hanani the seer came to Asa the king of Judah and said to him, Because you have relied on the king of Syria and have not relied on the Lord your God, therefore the army of the king of Syria has escaped from your hand. It means that God on his plans has plugged it that the nesting Judah would do is to conquer Syria. Do you know the plans that God has for you? But because you fell to the arm of flesh, if you take, the thing has escaped. Brother, please continue to believe. Please continue to trust God. Your trusting of God will bring you profit in the name of Jesus. Has escaped. Where the Ethiopians, one million plus chariots, the Lumbi, not a huge army with very many chariots and horsemen, yet because you relied on the Lord, He delivered them into your hand. Mm. Mm. For the eye of the Lord runs to and fro. Throughout the whole earth. To show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to you. Brother, cry to God and say, Lord, please, may my heart be loyal to you forever. Please, if you don't know how to pray, you just pray. Please, direct my heart to be loyal to you. To believe you. To accept you because your promise holds. For the eye of the Lord to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. In this you have done foolishly. Therefore from now on you shall have wars. Ah. Then Asa was angry. Now see how things change. The man who brought you the word of God. See. Then Asa was angry with the seer. Do you know that sometimes, please, are you listening to me? When I have seen, when a a child of God backslides, the man who probably God uses to speak to him every time and he trembles, there can come a day that the attitude, what is he talking about? Your heart would even criticize. Your heart will not accept it. Your heart would, what does this man think? Can't he say anything else? I have seen it in churches. I pray that in, in, a, in a, thank you Lord, in a, in a, in Thessalonians, there's a word there. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 13. I want you to take note that word and underline it and let it stay with you forever. Now, now you can switch quickly and then you bring back. For this reason, we also thank God without ceasing. 
Because when you received the word of God which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of men, but as it is in the truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. Amen. May you never come ever to the stage where you will put your faith in the word of God aside as you keep receiving it as a word of man and tend to attack the deliverer of the word of God. I say amen. Always come with an attitude that, Lord, I want to hear you for myself. And I tell you, as you do, you'll be blessed. Thank you, madam. Can we switch? These are flowing in the spirit for us, so we needed to just have a look at it. Let's get back to where we got to, and I will read it, but we need to pray. I will try and close quickly so we can pray. Getting back to Second Chronicles, chapter, that's right, verse 10. The Nasser was angry with the seer and put him in prison. For he was enraged at him because of this. And Asa oppressed some of the people at that time. He has lost his love for the people. Everything was gone. His attitude has changed. He was not believing God to profit. Praise the Lord. Next one. Note that the act of Asa, first and last, and indeed written in the books of the kings of Judah and Israel. Something else is coming up. And in the 39th, I took note of dates. In the 39th year of his reign, Asa became diseased in his feet and his malady was severe. Yet in his disease, he did not seek the Lord but physicians. He has lost the ability to continue to trust. He has lost dependency on the Lord. He has forsaken God completely. And it was the beginning of it. So now immediately my spirit picked it up that God knew this. That is why after 15 years, nothing has happened, but he sent a prophet to caution him. Do you know that this our God, he can say something to you even tonight as I'm preaching, but it is for five years to come. May you stay alert that in the five years to come, you will remain the same. I will finish it and then we will stand to pray as I read. So Asa rested with his fathers, and he died in the 42 year of his reign. Ah! 14 is the last one, I think. They buried him in his own tomb. And his own tomb, which he had made for himself in the city of David. They laid him in the bed, which was filled with spices, various ingredients. It's okay. They buried him. They buried him. Tonight, I sense in my heart we should pray for a few minutes. The Lord, may I not forget myself. The way you are walking with me, me, I was nobody. You saved me. I started trusting you. And I have walked with you out to this portion. Please, may I not get to the point where my heart will become disloyal towards you. Where I will now begin to see things and rely on the arm of the flesh because arm of the flesh will fail you. May I not get to the point where the joy of the spirit will be finished. Do you know that the joy of the Spirit has gone out of many hearts? May it not happen to you. Can we stand for a minute? This is where I wanted us to get to briefly. I don't know how you want to pray tonight. But I plead, please, within five minutes, release such a prayer from now going. A caution has come. But pray that whatever 
You want your heart to remain loyal to God. You, you see, today there may not be anything you are flowing. Even though many have fallen, but you are still standing. Pray that in the next 10 years, in the next 20 years, you will still keep the fire burning. Because as for the fire, we all know that tonight we heard it. It stands. It is not quenchable. Would you pray tonight? Thank you, Jesus. Ah, your word is so sweet. It registers, Lord, I see you register something now. And something in the next five years. Something in the next ten years. Something in the next twenty years. Lord, I pray to you. Let my heart remain loyal to your word. Oh, because I know that if I keep believing you, it will bring me profit no matter what may come my way. Tonight, your word was exalted. Oh, the example that you have given to us concerning, there remains a rest for the people of God. We have entered into it, Lord. Ah, we fear. Therefore, we pray that we will not one day sidestep from this rest. Majority of us are enjoying your rest, even though we are living in difficult times. But tonight we pray in the name of Jesus. I pray for me and my family. And I pray for this church. May we never come to the point to have a disloyal heart. Lord, Lord, we call on you tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord, we remember those who have sidestepped, those who are entertaining this loyal heart, Lord, towards you. We pray for them. Salvage the situation, dear Father. Lord, we want you to keep the fire burning in our hearts. Therefore, we pray tonight, O God, that we may keep believing and keep believing and keep believing. Believing your word and keep relying and keep relying on you. Lord, that we may not have such a foolish heart. No matter where you place us, Lord, may we not start trivializing the relationship with you. May we not trade it in for anything. May we not exchange it. Lord, Rata Sandaya, Bakobolo Boshenderia, Libro Kosokotoria, Mahanda Bakobinda La Kataya. I hope you are praying before we come to a close. Pray for your life that in season out of season you will serve the Lord. Heavenly Father, my hands are up for you, that you would establish my house in loyalty for you. In the name of Jesus, all the days of my life, all the days of the lives of the brethren, in Kontolombo Loboshende, ah my God, if something is Sneaking in. Ah, my God, let us become aware that we may refuse and reject it. Bind our hearts as loyal, loyal heart to you. Roko sheketeri babara gadaya. Hambala kasakaturi babora kasadaria. Emenderebele brokotokoro sanderia. In the name of Jesus. The women had such a wonderful program of praying a few days ago. For some of the women, we have put in the effort. It is time to rest. It is the ploy of the enemy. Let's lift them up. That they will not take rest after this. But they will keep a loyal heart. Please pray for the woman. Just, I just sense we should just pray for it. It's not a topic I put down, but I just... Oh Lord, oh Lord, keep them on the fire. Cook them until they are cooked. Cook them, dear Father. Some of them have seen it as a program. And therefore they prayed, they did everything. And now they think that it's time to rest. Lord, restore them. Lord, restore your church. Lord, we pray, be merciful to us. This is how we fall. 
We come to do a program and we, and we retire. Lord, keep the fire burning. Lord, keep the fire burning. Oh, we pray for our men as well. Keep the fire burning in the name of Jesus. We pray for your church. Keep the fire burning. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Keep our fire and our hearts burning. Season with salt in Jesus' name. Amen.